0: This is the Riches from the Pages radio broadcast with Evangelist Adam Borden, brought to you by Wahoo Baptist Church in Murrayville, Georgia. We invite you to join us for this time of mining the unsearchable riches of God's Word. And now, Evangelist Adam Borden. Thank you, Brother Les, and thank you for joining us here at Riches from the Pages Now, if you've been joining us in the last several weeks, you know that we've been going through the life of Gideon, the mighty man of valor. And in our last message, we left off in chapter number seven, verse number 15, and we're going to pick back up there today. And if you missed it, you can always go back and listen to past broadcasts on our podcast platform by the same name, Riches from the Pages. And that can be found on any of your favorite podcast platforms. Our home platform is Anchor.fm. So we're picking back up today. And instead of coming to you from the closet cathedral here, we're going to let you listen to a message that was preached down in Dublin, Georgia, in the end of January 2021 uh, on this same thought. So we're going to pick up here. Uh, right around the part of the message that comes in, chapter number 7, verse 15 of the book of Judges. Now, let's go to that message. Mm, verse 13, When Gideon was come, behold, there was a man that told a dream unto his fellow. Now look, he snuck down him and fear <laughs> Nothing to see here, nothing to see. They have snuck down in and around... The outer rim of that multitude of soldiers. And they're overhearing a conversation. They're eavesdropping. These two guys are talking to each other. And one of them says over there. He says over there. uh, He said. A dream unto his fellow. He said behold. I dreamed a dream. And lo a cake of barley bread. Tumbled into the host of Midian. And came unto a tent. And smote it. That it fell. And overturned it and the tent lay along." It's a weird dream, barley bread knocking over a tent. Now listen, y'all know what biscuits are. I don't have to explain to y'all what biscuits are. We are in Georgia. Amen. If I was in Maryland, I'd have to explain to him what a real biscuit is. <laughs> this guy is saying, I had this dream. You are not going to believe this dream. This dream, this dream's crazy. A, a, a biscuit come rolling down the hill. You're not going to believe this dream. A biscuit come rolling down the hill and it ran over this tent and it knocked the whole tent down. Is that not the craziest dream <coughs> you've ever heard in your life? <coughs> Excuse me. So his buddy says, look in verse 14, his fellow answered, said, This is nothing else save the sword of Gideon, the son of Joash, a man of Israel, and into his hand hath God delivered Midian and all the host. Who's afraid now? <laughs> yeah. Who's afraid now? Mm, a guy has a dream about a biscuit knocking over a tent, and all of a sudden, they're afraid. They said, God, the God of Gideon, Gideon, Gideon's coming, and we're done for. Gideon's coming, and we are done for. Look at verse 15. And it was so when Gideon heard the telling of the dream and the interpretation thereof, that he worshipped and returned into the host of Israel and said, arise, arise 300, arise. for the Lord hath delivered into your hand the host of Midian. Now, before I get to the meat of the message tonight, I want to stop right here at verse 15. From verse 11 of chapter 6, God himself has appeared and spoken personally to Gideon over and over and over in person. And what has Gideon done? He's questioned, he's doubted, he's given excuse, he has reluctantly obeyed, he has moved forward in fear, and God is speaking to him. But all of a sudden, he hears two heathen, idol-worshiping enemies saying, oh, Gideon. And all of a sudden, he starts believing. God spoke to him, and he didn't believe. God instructed him, and he was afraid. But all of a sudden, an enemy says something, and he's like, "Boys, we got it. We got it, fellas. Get up. We're going to town. How'd you find out? Did God meet with you? Did God give you some vision? Did God give something? No. Nope. I heard two of these enemy guys down at the camp talking about it, saying, "Oh, we're done for. That's weird." I thought you said God told you all this other stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I heard these other two guys talking, man. It was crazy. They said Gideon's gonna whoop us. Come on. You know where the church has gotten their information from way too long? Yeah, Fox yeah. News and the enemy. Yeah. Yeah. That's where the that's where the church and the believer and the and the politi- the, 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 the the patriot Christian is getting all their information. They're getting all their or they're getting all their plans, they're getting all their schemes from the media and from all the little conspiracy theories. That's where they're making their plans from. When God has given us His Word. That's not even my message. He heard it from the enemy and he believed. Gideon is a messed up dude. He turns out all right, good fellow, warrior. But man, he started off rough. You know what that does for me? That gives me hope. Amen. That yeah. gives me so much hope, y'all. Cause how many times has God said something? Has God declared something? Has God given me a direction for my life? And I said, Why, Lord, are you making me make this decision? How could this be? Why are you asking me to do? Can I trust, Lord? How is this going to turn out? I'm nobody. I'm nothing. Go in my strength. And I've listened to a lot of the wrong voices. Yeah. Yeah. And I've asked a bunch of people. And I know there's wisdom in the multitude of counsel. I'm not talking about asking the, the dude at work, you know, who lays out every Saturday night and comes into work hungover. I'm not talking about that, that guy. I've sought godly counsel before. Why? Because I needed that fleece to be dry one day and I needed that fleece to be moist the next day. Boy, Gideon started out as a mess that gives me hope. That gives me hope because you know what I am a lot of times? I'm a mess. Mm -hmm. But Brother Adam, you've got a black suit on and you're carrying a Bible. Yeah, I know it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a mess. I got three witnesses, not a word. I got three witnesses. (laughs) I got three witnesses. You know what they are? They're messes too. Miss Leanne, you know who you got living in your house? You've got a mess. <laughs> Brother, you know what you got living in your house? A wonderful woman. You got a, you got a wonderful woman yes. over there. <laughs> <clears throat> but she's a mess. So what did it come down to? Here's the message. Look down in our verses that we read. Verse 16 through about 20. I just want to sk- skip to it here. There's over, well, if you're taking notes, chapter 7, verse 12, there's overwhelming odds. Hey, we're not the majority anymore. We're not running roughshod through the government. We're not getting everything passed we want to get passed. We don't have anybody protecting the church in the U.S. Capitol. We're outnumbered. And it's not just America. The world hates the God of Israel. The world hates the God of this Bible. The world hates this Bible. Yes, it does. We're outnumbered. And what have we seen in our churches? A lean fighting force coming together. The fearful, they've been gone a while. The ones who. They're just kind of on that edge. They had to sit out a while. They had to sit out a while. The story goes on. They had to sit out a while. God has got people in church right now. You know who's in church right now? You know who's in church in Dublin, Georgia? You know who's going to be in church tomorrow, on Sunday across this nation? People who want to be in church. There's nobody that's going to church out of obligation or because they want somebody off their back or just because it's some social agenda check mark or they're trying to please somebody else. Everybody who's gonna be in church on Sunday wants to be there. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's what we're at. Yeah. That's where we are. We're down to the 300. God says, I've got a plan, boys. And he gives it to Gideon. And Gideon says, fellas, take you here, here's a trumpet for your right hand. Here's a torch, a lantern, a lamp in your left hand. And here is a picture. Here is a a earthen vessel, and I want you to put it over that lamp. Light that lamp. Put the lamp, the the, the the bowl over the vessel over it. And when I tell you to, you break that vessel. You blow that trumpet. You hold forth that light, and you say the. Well, what about our sword? What, what about our sword? What about our weapons? He ain't said nothing about that yet. Yeah. Let's, look at the, let's look at the pieces here, okay? First of all, we see the outstanding leadership We see the outstanding leadership in verse 16 through 18 of Gideon. He said, you watch what I do, and you do exactly what I do. You better thank God that you've got a man in Dublin, Georgia, who's looking to God for his direction, and you can follow his lead. And there's churches all over this country that are looking to a man behind the pulpit and saying, help us, guide us through. Just tell us what to do and we'll do it. There's outstanding leadership. But then there's the overcoming action. How did they accomplish the victory? Well, they followed the direction. Notice this, it's in the middle watch. You know when that is? The middle of the night. Dark 30. The changing of the guard in the middle watch of the night. Something about those midnight hours, Brother Daniel. Yeah. How many times have you spent in bed, supposed to be sleeping, got a lot to do in the morning. And God just won't leave you alone about something. He says, come on, get over here with me by myself. Come on, let's just go to that secret place. You have to get up out of that bed in that midnight hour and get in that secret place and say, oh God, what do you want me to do? Show me who you are in this. Guide me, direct me. And God just gives you something in that midnight hour. Because what God does in the dark, he'll reveal in the light one of these days. Let me tell you where your battle starts, my friend. It starts on your knees in your secret place of prayer. Matthew tells us, he who heareth in secret shall reward thee openly. He says, you take this trumpet that I give you in your right hand. What else does he say there? He says, sound the trumpet. That's in your right hand. And then he says, you break the vessel that's covering that light, covering that lantern, covering that torch. And you reveal that light all at once. And you shout the sword of the Lord. So what do we do today? We follow good leadership we follow what the Lord directs in his word in these last days. Yeah. Amen. We don't quit. We don't back up. In verse 21, look at it. Look at it. Look in verse 21. Look what they did. They did all those things. They blew the trumpet. They broke the vessel. They held forth the light. And they stood every man in his place. Amen. It's time to stand. Amen. Now, we want to thank you for joining us once again, and we're going to pick up right there next time here on Riches from the Pages. We're going to talk about how God gave the victory to Gideon and his fighting 300 men. Now, once again, I just wanted to remind you, if you've missed previous live broadcast of Riches from the Pages, you can find any and all of those past messages on our podcast platform by the same name, Riches from the Pages. If you just search Riches from the Pages podcast or you go to anchor.fm, you'll be able to find all those and other past messages. So thanks once again. Hey, come visit us over at evangelistadamborden.com and find out how you can pray for us and maybe when we're going to come to your area. Thanks so much for joining us again. We'll see you next time. Our prayer is that the Word of God has done a work in you today. For more information on the ministry of Evangelist Adam Borden, go to evangelistadamborden.com, spelled B-O-R-D-E-N, and click on the contact page, or you can call 615-785-5682. Join us next time as we find riches from the pages of God's Word with Evangelist Adam Borden.